Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 216 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. And Pete. Hello. And Matt. Oh, hey. Yeah. This yeah. episode 216. Yeah. We did not have an episode last week because I was shitting like a motherfucker. <laughs> I heard. Well, I had uh, I had food poisoning last week, guys. Sorry about that. Sometimes a burrito's just going to disagree with you. Yeah, well, sometimes... And yeah. you lost that argument. I did. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear Casey in his bedroom arguing. <laughs> no. I lost again! <laughs> so you know what happened? Like, I'd have the discussion with my stomach. Hey, uh... We don't have to do this again, do we? Like, no, Casey, I, 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 you have I, to do it. I, I really don't want to. I really you don't want to. Purge. If you don't get out of your bed right now, you're gonna have a mess to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we got snow that day anyway. So, yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, like, we I, did get a lot of snow. Yeah, that day. like the weather was shitty too. So I was like, ah, nobody's gonna be too mad at me. I think, mm. except our listeners. And the snow's not supposed to start till four in the morning. Did you so. unplug? Are you good, man? No, I'm good. All right, I was just in the wheel of the chair. Oh yeah, that'll happen. All right, uh, before we get too deep here, I'm going to give a shout-out to our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios and become a patron today. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, well, you need to click on blindnessstudios.com first and click on the Amazon link above our homepage, then do your Amazon shopping, and then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. You guys know you still have, like, just a little bit of, like, Christmas money left over. <laughs> Okay, probably not. You know what it is. You guys got to get Valentine's Day gifts now, right? That's coming up? Yeah. Oh, thing. shit. It's in like, I was like, how long do I got? Three weeks, I think. <laughs> I get, you got three weeks. Three weeks. That's pretty good. You only got three I weeks, got three. Man. And you got the Prime? I got 20 you know, days. <laughs> well, y- until. You, got, you got 21. Yeah, 20 days until I got, you know, <laughs> get my shit it could, together. It could arrive no, that day, man. You're <laughs> <good>. <laughs> oh, no. Pick something up on the way home from work. Yeah. Yep. Just stop and grab a crowler from Hop and Barrel. No, that's exactly what came into mind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make yeah, it really special. I could do something. Exactly. <laughs> I got this yeah. shit figured out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So use our use our Amazon link. So, Carlos, what have you been up to for the last two weeks? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm sure that, uh, it wasn't last week, but the week before we recorded a uh, sound wave. I'm sure. I'm sure that was fun. I can't remember which one. What our topic was was that that wasn't our New Year's, was it? No, that was our first records. Yeah, that was where we talked about like we went over uh, artists' first records, and then like, we would just choose a, an album, and that was fun. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, it was yesterday, right? If I'm getting my days right, two days ago. Two days. Well, ago. I mean, the day yesterday was yesterday. <laughs> No, the uh, when we recorded uh, uh, Tabletop Theater, and yes. I was uh, running one, and that was fun. Oh, it was so fun to play again. I missed it. Yeah, Casey got to be a dwarf bard. Yeah. With a rhyme for every occasion. Yeah, yeah, you wrote a, a lot of rhymes. Rhymes. Yeah, and where's what's your source, man? <laughs> uh, you have a stash. A lot about, of it was typing all yeah, we about, about half of yeah. them I came up with at the table. Oh, nice. And so, like, I missed a lot of the story that was going on because I was just coming up with limericks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is probably Writing. what the bard would be Which doing. Which is exactly what the bard would be doing. Yeah. So I don't know how we got into the situations that we got into. 
It was but a, I had a rhyme to go with it. It was a really full table. We had uh, six people, so yeah. but it was a lot of fun. It was, yeah, I think it was one of our, uh, like, I don't want to say it was one of our best sessions, but I want to say it was one of our more, more entertaining sessions yeah. that we've had in a long time, where it seemed like everybody was into it. Nobody was, uh, if, if, you want, if you're just getting into tabletop theater, skip ahead to February's <laughs> stuff, like... <laughs> This is this is where you want to start, and we're gonna have to record again to finish the story because we did not finish it o- over le- what four hours that we played. Yeah, it was like four well, hours and forty minutes. I was expecting it to be like four t- recording sessions, so it's fine. Yeah, well, that's because that's kind of what they've been. Yeah, <laughs> we're tr- we're trying to get back into just doing one, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. All right. Yeah. So that was that was my two weeks. Okay. Well, you go back to school finally. Again. Yeah, this is back the week I have to, to go back. School. Actually, like Saturday afternoon, I w- woke up. Uh, oh as wait, a, no, we haven't talked about GDQ yet either. Oh yeah, uh, GDQ was a great week. They raised it was uh was it like two point two million dollars? Uh, no, it was like well, so they they broke their previous record, which yeah. was like two point two three or something. Yeah. So they they broke that, but it was still in like the two point two range, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, th- so that was a lot of fun to watch, like, all the runners and... What was your favorite run? If you had to choose one, you like... The Bloodborne run was a lot of fun. Some of the other ones were, like, really good, but since... If you watch, like, speed runs all day, seven days a week, you're gonna start falling asleep during some of them. Like the Super Mario run. I learned that Carlos snores this week. <laughs> yeah, if I'm sleeping on the couch, I snore. Yeah, and I have to yell at him. Carlos! <laughs> Carlos, you're snoring again! I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Games Done Quick uh, is a speedrun marathon that takes place twice a year. Uh, there's Awesome Games Done Quick in January, and then there's Summer Games Done Quick in July, and they raise money for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Uh, and they usually raise a crap ton of money. Yeah. I only watched two all the way through, and one was that Mega Man one, which I didn't see the whole thing, but we saw most all of it. And then I watched the uh, first Zelda run through. That was pretty. The sweet. Ocarina of Time one, or no, like the oh, the original Zelda. Yeah, the related uh, race. The the no up. Yep. Race. Yep. I, I haven't watched that one yet. Was it cool? Was it really cool? It was. It was pretty cool. I don't know what no up means, so I just was. Gone. I think. I think it means they can't scroll the screen up. Oh, I don't know. I saw the screen go. I don't know if I saw. Him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I watched the the. I think the best one I watched was the Link of the Past randomizer race. That was a cool one. Where basically what this ROM does, it's the it's the base Link to the Past game, but all of the items that are in chess are completely randomized. So when you open up a chest, you have no idea what item you're going to get. Hmm. Yeah, Which that was a really, really cool one. You. What? Which could really hurt you. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> so they, they, they're both running on the same random seed, so they both are getting the same items, and okay. it was it was really tight. Like they were taking like different paths and stuff, but I think they beat Ganon within a minute of each other, which was really cool to see. Yeah, they were pretty close. Yep. Uh, well, actually, didn't like one of the guys like lose against Ganon? Uh, and yeah, yeah, because so he, he, he didn't have then. the butterfly net. Yeah, because they had talks about how he wasn't very good with. Uh, yeah. So blocking. in that in that game, you can use the butterfly net to uh, to like beat the the magic balls back, mm-hmm. or you can use the bottle. Or you can use the sword, but they were also doing a swordless run, so they didn't have a sword. 
But the guy was only good at using the butterfly net. Uh, watching watching these guys play a game like that, it's really entertaining until you realize the thousands and thousands of hours that they've dumped into playing right. a The knowledge game. of the game that you'd have yeah. to have. I really wanted to watch the Breath of the Wild, but I just passed out. I'm like, no, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, the, the YouTube video I'm about halfway through. I've been watching it in like 20-minute chunks. Pete, what have you been up to, man? Uh, not much, dude. Good. Just playing computer games. And I watched a little bit of GDQ. Uh, uh, Batman the Arkham Knight, I think. That was a cool run. That was that cool. Was one. Resident Evil. Asylum. Oh, the Resident Evil Asylum. 7 run, run was... Yeah, that oh, was yeah, cool. Yeah. That one was... Yeah. That game is terrifying. I think that's all I watched for that, but no, I haven't really done it. I haven't hit any breweries in like three weeks. Oh, dude. Are you getting the shakes? No. <laughs> I just haven't been drinking the beers. <laughs> the the beers. The beers. Haven't had any the beers. But, yeah, so I'm getting the itch. Probably going to do that soon. All right. So, that's it. Nothing. <coughs> All right. Matt, what have you been up to, man? Uh, work. Thrilling, I know. Yeah, I, I'm enthralled. I know. I can I can imagine just, like, you enthrall other people. <laughs> well, you got you to listen to Tabletop Theater for that <laughs> 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 so, Yeah, that's about it. Recording right. and then work. Yeah, I wish it was more, but no. Yeah, uh, yeah I did the whole, like, watch GDQ thing. Um, then my buddy... Uh, my buddy Jake came into town, and did, we did some drinking and eating bad burritos. Did a bunch of drinking that weekend. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, you, that was, you guys even showed up at Emma's. I was like, what? Yeah. Huh? I went to Emma's twice. <laughs> Two nights in a row. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was cool. The second time, Matt wasn't there. Was, Matt was at home. I was at home. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so did that. Then got food poisoning, which was pretty great. Pretty awesome. Um, oh, I bought a I bought a Nintendo Switch this week. Oh yeah, that's oh, a did? thing that happened. Yeah, sweet. I, uh, I broke down and bought one because I was watching all like the Breath of the Wild runs and stuff, and I was like, oh man, that sounds like fun. That is a really cool little console because I I've been playing it on my on my TV, and then today I was brewing, and I was like, well, I kind of like. I, I just want to play some games, and I was able to like you just grab it, and now it's a portable system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was able to sit on the couch and do that while I was, you know, doing brewing stuff and able to put it down at a moment's notice and whatnot, and it suspends really well, and yeah, Sweet. that was really cool. So it's got H- HDMI, you said? Uh, it, it is HDMI, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but, uh, like, I was using it as the handheld. On the- I know, but, yeah, yeah, I just mean, like, for how small it is, like... That's yeah, insane. well, so so the dock itself has HDMI. Okay. Um, the Switch itself, like... Well, and the crazy thing is all the ports... And like everything is USB C, so hmm. it it's using like a standard a standard charging port for uh, like on on the switch itself, and then you go, you you take the USB C and you like you you put it into the the dock, and that splits it into um, like it has like two USB ports and the HDMI and all that. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a really nifty little system. If they go down in price, well, I feel like everyone will have one at some point. Well, if you got it, you can get Dark Souls portable. Yeah, why? <laughs> why would you want to put yeah, I don't. Th- that I, that's if you had a. I don't think you'd be able to throw that controller like mm-hmm. you could with a regular Dark Souls. Yeah, instead of out being out, you know, fifty bucks, you're out three hundred. <laughs> 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 that controller was my console. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. It's it's a really it's a really cool thing. Um. Yeah, 
I'm just, I'm enthralled with how nifty it is. You'll be able to get Pokemon on it too, because they're going to have a Pokemon game for it. Yeah. Well, so I picked up, uh, I picked up Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey is, that is a bizarre game. So it starts, you know, like no Mario game starts Bowser taking Peach. But then you meet a sentient hat who becomes your hat. And then you learn that he can, like, that if you throw him at other living creatures, you possess them. And, like, you go into them. So, like, I turned into a frog. I've I've become a T-Rex. It's weird. For Mario, yeah. It's, there's a lot of like existential questions. Like, is this moral? Like, <laughs> am I am I soul raping these people? I don't know what's going well, on. Well, hand, you got to be a fucking T Rex. There is that. I was a T Rex. But yeah, I don't know. it's been fun. So we should talk about some beer, huh? Yeah, we could talk oh. about some beer. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into three different beers today, and they're all from the same brewery, Remedy Brewing Company in South Dakota. We've had one of these on the show. Uh, these are the last three growlers or crowlers that I brought up, um, because they're they're getting old, and I was I was hoping to save them until we could get them on the show, but we haven't been able to schedule that yet. So I'm gonna have to make another trip down there to get new crowlers when they. Decided to come on the show. So the first one going around is Espina Mexican Lager. Uh, the description on the website is, you know the, those days at the lake or pool that only the cleanest, freshest, ever so slightly citrus beers will do? If the previous sentence made any sense to you whatsoever, then Espina is for you. Inspired by beachgoers, world travelers, and aficionados of lighter-tempered beers, Espina will leave you refresh, refreshed but ready for more. At an ABV of 4.2%, you can sip on this treat from the south all day long. So well, yeah, uh, 12 IBUs, 4.2% ABV. Well, this one's just 4.3%. Uh, and that small brewery having, you I know, know little <laughs> no, tiny want to hand, it's not gonna gonna hand me your cups, then I'll just do that again. Oh, yeah. Pour some in there. There you go. Some more. Yeah, right. I couldn't pour it in my big cup. because So, big Carlos, we're going to start with you again. Like I we grab, always do. I grabbed the wrong beer. <laughs> what kind of beer did you say this one was again? It's a Mexican lager. Oh, it's a fruity Mexican lager. Yeah, it's a, definitely a nice light lager. You could definitely drink this like on a nice summer day. There's like a grapefruit character? No. Almost like a fruit punch. Yeah, it's got a light fruit flavor in there. It's not, it's not quite enough to like. I can't quite tell what fruit it is, but yeah, pretty good. Pete, hmm. tastes like a pretty crisp lager. Pretty clean. Yeah, very very drinkable. The water profile or whatever the fuck is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> one of those smart sounding things. God damn, the good happening mouth feels in this one. All right, Matt. Uh, it's like a kind of bready Corona. Easy drinking. The the fruit that you're tasting, I think I taste bread. I don't know. No, there's definitely a breadiness there. Yeah. I can see that. Man, but otherwise, be... it's, yeah, like a Corona. Very easy, crisp. This would actually be really good with some Mexican food. Yeah. I want some Mexican food. Now I want Mexican food. We're going. No, you're not going. <laughs> you're not going. <laughs> you're not going. We're well, unless going. we go somewhere else. Why can't I, girl? You can get a margarita. <laughs> but no food? The, the burritos... They don't like you. The burritos yeah. don't. No, but what about nachos, man? I've never yeah, had a fight with, with nachos. nachos. Well, 
There you go. Never met a nacho that fought me back. Do a, a nacho. Swan and enchilada. Yeah. Come on. What about a chimichanga? Chimichanga. So the spear's making us hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's it's clean. It's slightly fruity. It's ridiculously refreshing. If it was 80 degrees outside, I would crush a can of this without a problem. Yep. Yeah. Carlos, give me a number. It's a really good lager. Uh, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an eight. Ooh. Yeah, for like a lager, like it's like you got yeah. just enough taste in there to... So yeah, an eight. What about you, Pete? Uh, we're going to go with an 8.2... On oh. this one, not an eight point two five, just an eight point two. Yeah, I had already determined that before his eight point oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just go with the seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, kind of with Matt's uh, rating there. Um, seven and a half, seven. Well, if that bread character was out of there, then it'd be really high. I don't really get any big half. bread character to um, it. It's like I like the fruitiness. I feel like. There's a there's a lot of it, and I'd like that toned down just just a little bit, and then I'd give it an eight. But yeah, seven and a half seems right. You like that fruitiness, like with the grain belt. I can't stand that sweetness yeah. in a grain belt. Gross. Oh no, grain belt Isn't was that wheat? terrible. I can't. Yeah, stand get a fruitiness it's from the wheat. From right? the wheat, yeah. Um, I would I would almost drop the wheat out of this, and then you would just have this crisp, clean, mm-hmm. like almost like a like a good Dos Equis. A good dose. <laughs> Just replace it with this, and Dos Equis is a great beer. I'm excited to go on the island and drink some cans of uh, Corona again, though. That was, like, perfect. Dude. It was uh, perfect. Corona cans are the best Corona. <laughs> Wait, what island? Madeline. Madeline Island. Oh, you that island. I, I was thinking, like, tropical for some reason. I was like, hey, where are you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Going to Europe and going to Puerto Rico and going to... <laughs> I'm just traveling everywhere, man. But you meant the ocean, yeah. Yep. I got it. Yeah. yeah, going up to the ocean. <laughs> going up to the ocean. Yep. <laughs> the Atlantic. I can't see the other side. It's an ocean. Yeah, we're yep. creeping up closer and closer to our gallon of nacho cheese, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that not on the last night. <laughs> not on the last night. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do that again. Well, Is there a half gallon? Can we go with half yeah, gallon? Yeah, is there like a half that amount? Like, <laughs> I don't know. All right, Pete, you want to pop open the nonsense? Or, I mean, we could also just make our own. No. We could do or that. Or we could get, like, three Tostitos ones, which we is We could just do fondue, that. man. We could do fondue. Fondue. More like fondue, am I right? Or we could do uh, a different giant thing. Oh, a different giant thing. I do like a different giant thing. Oh, you got some more of that lager, man? Yeah. <laughs> what, that 7.0 lager, huh? Uh, 7.5. I'm just kidding. Right, I didn't give it a point two. That's a pretty good. That's a bump from from whatever Carlos. From whatever did. it was. Yeah. No, all not right. from whatever. No, you got me all around. <laughs> all right. So uh, this going around right now is the nonsense IPA. The description on this is it's getting regal darn ridiculous. Trying to find clever names for beers anymore that aren't already in use. It's just nonsense. We love our IPA because it has awesome citrus, earthy, tropical notes balanced out with an ever so slightly sweet malty backbone. Pour, sip, enjoy. That's all there is to it. Uh, it's about 7% ABV with 85 IBUs. It's pretty nice. 
And it's all darn ridiculous. Glad we didn't wait on this one. Don't want that IPA to go taste. Well, that's that's that was part of the reason I was like, ah, we need to knock these out. Carlos, we're starting with you. Mm. It's, got, it's a nice, solid IPA, that's for sure. It's not a super hazy one, or at least I don't think. Let me double check. No, it's super Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's good. It's good, solid IPA. I don't really have a whole lot else to say about it. Like the hop, yeah. it's not super hard on the hops, on the hop taste. But yeah, I get some bitterness, and uh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. I mean, there's. I mean, it's it's kind of bitter for me. All right. Maybe we need but, to get Pete a cheat, uh, uh, cheat list of like different descriptions. Just, that you could diff- use for just beers. anything, literally anything. <laughs> Random like, word, please. Thank you. Tastes like uh, Aku. Oh. Aku. I was trying to think. Uh, I, <laughs> the mouth, feel, the mouth feels like Aku. having a pineapple. No, it's got a little bit of grapefruitiness to it, and I think like like that's the kind of bitterness that I'm getting there. It's not like yeah. a hoppy bitterness, really. I mean, I know that's that's what it's from, but yeah, you're yeah, right about that. I know. <laughs> I, I just couldn't remember the words. Yeah, yeah. Grapefruit. What is a grapefruit? I enjoy this. Uh, I wouldn't mind it being more that five uh, percent, and then I could drink it all the time. Yeah, but then you're in pale ale ta- territory. Oh well. This is actually five point five. Oh, is this? Yeah. Is it? Oh, are, are you looking at the wrong? I think the, I'm looking, I'm looking the other one's one six point nine. Oh, the nonsense. Oh. This is only five point five. Oh, you said seven earlier. Well, that's that's what it says on the website. Oh, he has the can. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh. So, yeah, so yeah, then it's perfect. I like that. Matt's just like, all right, this thing went up five points. All right, we're good <laughs> to did. go. It's good. It's an easy drinking IPA. <laughs> you know, this IPA is, re- like, it's good for, like, days like today when it's not too cold and you just want, like, a beer to drink. I like Casey's, yeah. uh, how a beer is depends on the weather. I like that. It really does. I like it. You want certain beers for certain <laughs> weathers. When it's super cold, you want a Big chewy, alcoholy beer, like something that's gonna warm you up from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's you know when it's a little nicer, you want something that has that has some alcohol, but it's a little easier drinking because it's warm enough to actually get shit done. Mm-hmm. When yeah. it's ridiculously yeah. hot, you want something like the Espina, something light, crisp, something refreshing. Like the weather definitely factors into my beer consumption. Oh yes, yes, yes. But then sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, no, this is a this is a really good IPA. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing like. I, I wouldn't say you have to go to this brewery because they're IPA. Oh no, definitely not. But I would say, hey, go to this brewery. Their IPA is solid. Uh, if you're there are a lot of breweries out there where their IPAs are not solid. No, their IPAs either suck or they're like, and they have better stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the the thing I like about this brewery, and like this this might be a little you know like I don't know knob <laughs> knob swallowing, but anyway, uh, they they don't they they don't have like none of the beers that I tried were bad. They were all solidly made beers, and I I like that in a brewery. That's a good that's a good goal for a brewery to have. <laughs> Yeah, I, you shouldn't have to say it, <laughs> know, right? right? <laughs> you fucking shouldn't. But how many breweries have you gone to where you had, like, one really good beer? A and lot. And then, then you have another one that's just completely terrible. Many. 
good call on us starting with that Mexican one and then going to the IPA because I just had the Mexican one again. It's not good. <laughs> no? It, nope. Not going backwards. <laughs> nope, not going backwards. It's not good. Like, the, the flavors don't meld well. So I uh, got some more of that IPA over there. All right, um, and then we have one final well, one. Well, we got a, we got oh, score. Oh, yeah, that's right, we got to score it. Yeah, go score that one, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll score for everybody, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to give it a, a seven, because it's a pretty solid IPA, but, like, it didn't, it's, like... Son of a bitch. Like, it's, there's only so much you can, like, do to, like, really make jump out on, like, the IPA scale. But uh, I'm going to go 7.5, because I was really sad that it, it was gone oh, okay. when I was, like, done drinking it. I thought you said seven. I was like, son of a bitch, because I'm going 7.2 on this one. It was good. Oh, you said 7.2, sorry. Yep. Uh, I thought that said possibly brewed in South Sioux Falls, South Dakota, but it says proudly. <laughs> possibly? <laughs> possibly? Uh, Maybe? So it, well, I mean, they might be planning for bigger uh, things, you know, contract yeah. brewing, you know. Uh, I'll give this a 7.5 again. I, um, yeah, 7.5 seems about right. Uh, like, this is, it's a really solid IPA. Um, that Midwest style where it's balanced with the malt and the hops, you, you can taste them both and it doesn't completely wreck your palate like some of the other IPAs that we've had have. <laughs> All right. So next going around, we have keep it safe. I don't have a long description for this one, uh, but this is their Australian pale ale, uh, strong nose of pineapple, uh, toffee malt back. Only Aussie hops. I thought it was going to be an Australian sparkling. Like weird. No, no, not an Australian sparkling. Well, so the Australian sparkling and the Australian pale ale, they're very similar. Is there any name brand Australian pale ales that we know of? Uh, there's an Australia, or there's a name brand Australian sparkling ale, but uh, which is Cooper's, but I don't know of any uh, pale. This, this is honestly the only commercial Australian beer that I've ever found. Like Australian style. Oh, okay, okay. That I found stateside. But do they keep it secret on top of keeping it safe? Uh, so this is actually part Doesn't of matter. a two-part uh, series. Oh yeah. Yes, uh, they did an American pale ale and then the Australian pale ale. You didn't have both of them? No, because they only had the keep it safe when I was. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really have much smell. I drank a lot of pints of this. What is the ABV? Uh, six point nine. Yeah, six point nine on this nine. one. Yep. All right. Drink a lot of this. That's good. <clears throat> I mean that that IPA before it is really fucking me over, but it's good. I like it. <laughs> I want to get more toffee, but I can't. I get uh, so I get a lot of like it's almost like a uh, like a candied pineapple. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Is like what that. I get, and I really like that flavor. Me too. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't this. Like, me and Carlos, complete opposite of you two. I don't even know how to describe this. I'll start then. Just to give you a little right. little help. Uh, yeah, no, so it's it's... Like there is the pine, like I was like a candied pineapple. I mean, if you, I guess if you split the two flavors apart, I could see where they're getting the toffee. Um, Would that be your bitter and pineapple going together type thing, the toffee. 
Well, no. So you get there, there's like that malty sweetness yeah. that combines with the with the with like the the citrus bite of the pineapple. Did they actually put pineapple juice in this thing? Mm-mm. Mm. Nope. Um, and so that's that's where I'm getting like it's almost like a candied pineapple. Like if you if you fried up some pineapple with some sugar or whatever, caramelized. Yep. Grilled pineapple. Yep. Uh, finishes. With just a little bit of uh, like an IPA or pale ale bitterness, uh, but fairly clean. Like there's a little bit of lingering hop character, but it keeps me coming back for more. Um, oh, crystal clear, amber colored. Aroma is straight pineapple though. You don't smell anything else other than pineapple in the aroma. It's kind of like hard to describe, like a, as far as like compare it to like a different beer, just because. It, it really is a different kind of beer, this Australian. Uh... Yeah. Damn Aussies. Right? It's like they're like from Oz or something. Where are things down under? Follow the yellow brick road. What? That That's not in Australia. You said, it's like I said Oz. Oz. Oh. Oh, all right. I was thinking of uh, Australia, the country, <laughs> and not fucking the Wizard of Oz. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry you can't pick up on changes, Carlos. Pete? Rating? No, no, no. Uh, just talk about it. What do you think? Oh, I haven't talked about it yet. <clears throat> well, yeah, I, I want a little bit more toffee there. I get a little bit, but I did some more of the beer. I'm looking for that uh, candied pineapple. Getting it in the vape, but... <laughs> not, not in the beer yet. Did you put the beer in the vape, man? That's weird. Maybe you vape and then blow it into the hole there. Blow it into the hole. <laughs> the hey, hole. now there's an idea. It's a new way to drink beer. I will take more of that when it gets around to me again. It's. I like it. It's good. I've not had many Australian-style beers. Yeah. I think my first mistake was thinking it was going to be an Australian sparkling and getting all excited. Oh, then, yeah. Then finding out it was a pale ale, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm pretty excited for that. And then not even getting a pale ale in my mouth. was kind of like... <laughs> you did get a pale ale in your mouth. You better get a pale Barely. ale in your mouth soon. Barely. How is this not a pale ale? Well, compared to, like, Moon Man and other pale ales I'm used to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't no, expecting that. I mean, I guess, it would, I, I guess pale ale-wise, this would be closer to, like, X, uh, Summit EPA. No, I don't even taste that. So much, no, no. With the hop character and the... Well, yeah, like if you minus everything else that we've been talking about at the back end there, you do get that hop character. That's for me anyway. I don't know. It's all right. I love it. I could drink this beer all the time. I mean, at 7%, I shouldn't drink it all the time. Um, I do find it funny that the uh, that the pale ale has a higher ABV. I was gonna say when you're like when I was like, well, I was if it's more around that five percent like session IPA, but you're like, well, that'd be hot pale ale. Territory. Oh no, no, all right, five percent is not session. Do not, do never say that again. Okay, sorry. Jesus Christ, we're trying to make this a safe space for session. <laughs> so no. session can be session is under five. So it can be 4.9 and here. It can be 4.9 oh, you can call God. it sessionable. But once it's that, because you have to have a hard cutoff for session. Five would be a hard nope, cutoff for session. Nine. Well, yeah, you can't have a session beer at five. Okay. Well, maybe it's 5.5 in Wisconsin. What? It's a Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you gotta, you gotta factor in your area. No. It's a hard cutoff. <laughs> and once it's below five, it's just a light beer. Otherwise, you can start calling any pale ale, no, this is just a session IPA. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a goddamn pale ale. Ugh, 
Sorry, that is that is beer beer that angry nerd coming out coming yeah. out on this show. I apologize. I recorded a homebrew band right before this. <laughs> <laughs> and see, usually there, I just have Rick agreeing with me. I don't like this <laughs> talking back. <laughs> Difference of opinion. <laughs> no, I I really like this beer. I've already talked about it though, so uh, I suppose I should give my rating first, then, huh? Sure. I may give it. An eight and a half. Oh. Whoa, wow. dude. I really like this beer. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Nice score. I'm going to give it a seven. Like, it may be hard to describe, but it's still a good beer. Give it a 7.7 7 here. I'll go a 6.5. Sounds about right. Well, Remedy, you're doing pretty good so far because all of the scores have been mm-hmm. in the uppers. Hmm. I don't think we have another... Well, we haven't done a whole lot of like multi-beers from a single brewery, though. No, that's true. Nonsense, give it to me. And now, the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me! <laughs> right, guys, we're going to do some news. There's so much news. Last week, Saturday at 8 a.m. local time, Hawaiians got a bit of a scare when an emergency alert mistakenly went out warning them of an imminent nuclear attack. Did you guys hear about this? It's yeah. a, it was ballistic missile. Okay. Yeah, a nuclear one. <laughs> okay. All right. This obviously sparked panic on the islands with people putting children into sewer drains and stockpiling what? goods as fast as Wait, wait, putting them in sewer drains? <laughs> Get in there. Is that going to protect them being in the sewer drain? It's better than not being in the sewer what drain. What would you do? Probably the same. Yeah, yeah, no. There, there were pictures of but like, I, yeah, I people would... just like put like stuffing children into the drains. <laughs> <laughs> put a tarp over it. Well, like apparently they didn't have basements. I guess. So sewer drain is the next best thing. Well, maybe they should get some basements then. Yep. The, yeah, but they're like. The dude who's like too fat to fit down into the sewer drain can't get down there, and he just plugs the hole. And then everybody dies. Well, yeah, because uh, only if you're <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Whoa. You dark, man. That escalated. Uh, well, I mean, there's a nuclear weapon coming. Moral of the story, don't be the big fat guy who kills everybody else. Yeah. Go to, go to the Weight yeah. Watchers thing. Or maybe don't clog the drain. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, they were stockpiling goods as fast as they could until another, went, another alert went out 38 minutes later telling everyone that it was a false alarm. One of the most entertaining things that come from this disaster was the t- statistics that Pornhub released on Wednesday. Between 8.07 when the alert began and when the alert ended, they saw a 77% decrease of normal traffic uh, of normal traffic from Hawaii. Something's going on. So like, well, I mean, just a little, like, people are starting to, starting to... It's not completely impacting their, like, porn <laughs> Yeah, 23% activity. are still going to finish it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, I started this. I'm not going to... If but, I'm going to die, but the, a good the, video. The most entertaining bit of this is at 8.45, when the alert ended, or, like, when the thing came out, like, oh, no, it was a, it, like, it was a mistake, whatever. They saw 48% increase of normal traffic <laughs> so like traffic bounced back to normal immediately and then went 48 percent past well that. they had because like oh shit we're gonna live i'm gonna jerk one out well they, they got hit with this relief all of a sudden it's like i gotta do something with this energy i have now 
<laughs> Gotta channel it in a constructive way. It's a new life. This will be the first time in my new life. <laughs> well, Immediately. Time to go on Pornhub. <laughs> All right. Um, a college student in Utah has been taken to the hospital after ingesting a Tide Pod, according to the oh. authorities. Utah State University student was taken to an area hospital, but details about an ex- exact condition were not immediately available. A call came in late Saturday afternoon about an incident on campus house uh, at, at on campus housing. Um, according to Eric Warren, director of media relations at the university, campus police initially called it a Tide Pod overdose because so a normal apparently dose? there's an underdose or a normal dose. The normal Ooh. dose is nothing. <laughs> No Tide Pods. He's had Tide Pod. <laughs> <laughs> this boy's on Tide Pod. I don't understand. So I thought this Tide Pod thing was like happened like a year ago. I like when when they first I came out because like College Humor, uh, like earlier this year or maybe it was like last year had like the Tide Pod video where like they look so enticing and they look like candy and the, like the one character kept eating them. They're not gushers. <laughs> they're, they're definitely not gushers. I but they look like gushers. They look so good. Oh my god, if they were like giant-sized gushers though, I would definitely eat them. Carlos, but they're somebody, not. Somebody they're not. <laughs> but they're not. And you have to keep reminding yourself. Let's clarify that. that for our listeners that Tide Pods are not giant gushers in case they would make that mistake. Yeah. But so now, like, now, out of nowhere, Tide Pods are back in the news because morons are eating them again. <laughs> or them too. Or vaping them. Challenge or something, or, I think, right now. Well, that, that's not a challenge. Like, let's see how your body reacts to poison. Actually, it's a challenge. <laughs> isn't there a Tide Pod challenge, like, from Tide? Like, not about eating it, but, like, they like, just called it Tide Pod challenge? That might be true. Like, use this Tide Pod in your thing. And now it's Dude. like the Tide Pod challenge is to actually eat it. Yeah, it's so, the latest online craze. You guys ever notice that none of this shit happens over here? <laughs> we always just have to hear about it some from somewhere else. Like apparently people here just like it's stupid to eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> well, this is who the what community? Well, this is makes Wisconsin, okay. so like there's just beer and there's cheese. Yeah, no, like, everyone's too else. drunk to look at Tide Pods. Well, we get like, drunk and we like, read the news. Like those look delicious. <laughs> the, the the challenge appeared to begin as a joke on the onion actually <laughs> uh that actually makes a lot more sense the onion finally like caught caught up with some stuff and they're like oh hey this will be a funny joke now that like is died down a little bit and then some youtuber was like oh but this will get views logan paul do it i'll do it too logan paul i don't like sometimes he's all the tide pots <laughs> and so i don't well, like- then, but then he'll be hanging in the forest or maybe he just died because they're just poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So they called it a Tide Pod overdose, but Warren said the student in question ingested a Tide Pod. That is a Tide Pod overdose. You can't say, "Well, no, no, no." Actually, they just ate a Tide Pod. That's not an overdose. They just ate one. So there's a normal dose. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's the same thing as drinking just a thing of detergent. Yep. Uh, Warren said it's unclear why the student ingested the Tide Pod. For students and members of our university who are feeling overwhelmed, we have service. He th- he thinks it was a suicide attempt. No, just, <laughs> what else Tide would it be? Pod challenge search on YouTube. What else is he going to say? <laughs> he's like, 
I guess he you can't just to say you can't just say don't eat Tide Pods. They're not food. It's like what? Are, you know, <laughs> the only reason would be you want to poison yourself, right? Don't drink bleach. It's not food. Maybe the the takeaway from this is that maybe Gushers should make a giant Gushers. Inside. I'm stained on the inside. <laughs> Earlier this month, doctors warned people not to eat the laundry pods due to health concerns. The warning was sparked by social media posts and online videos of people participating in a challenge that involves eating the pods and filming the reaction. So you'll get burns to the skin, burns to the eyes, a lot of problems that are more severe, burns to the respiratory tract, burns to the esophagus, Dr. Joe Krug of St. Vincent Health in Indiana said. So an all-around not a great time. All right. Idiots. Like, do you have something you don't want burned? Because that's going to get burned by Tide Pods. Oh, they just realized, though, that we fucked up when we did a fruit snack episode. We should have had Gushers. That's part of the challenge. We did have Gushers. No, we didn't. Oh, no, we didn't. Because we just destroyed fruit fruit snacks. We could do a Gusher tasting episode. (laughs) It would just be eating Gushers. That's what we did during the fruit snack episode. That was different brands of fruit snacks. Like, how many different brands? No, there's there's off-brand versions of Gushers. There's new Gusher commercials on TV, and they're creepy as fuck. The original Gushers commercials were creepy as fuck. (laughs) It's good, so nothing's changed then. (laughs) What? I mean, not not as, like, creepy as the Go-Gurt commercials. Or the Capri Sun commercials where everybody's a T-1000. Yep. All those kids were actually T-1000s. 90s commercials were just weird. Can we just agree on that? They yeah. were. There's a lot of weird ones out there still, though. I haven't watched commercials in so long. I feel like I'm out of the loop. The marketing loop. Only when YouTube makes me watch get, commercials. Get back in the loop. A North Carolina man who made headlines when he was caught for break-ins after winning a donut eating contest has been arrested again. And this time he is accused of stealing from a donut shop. The Virginian Pilot newspaper reports 27-year-old Bradley Hardison of Elizabeth City was charged Thursday with stealing from a Dunkin' Donuts in November. An Elizabeth City Police Department statement says he's charged with felonies, including breaking and entering, and larceny. It wasn't clear how many donuts he ate. But, I mean, if he's a donut-eating champion, you would think, like, at least 20. Right? Like, what's a reasonable amount of donuts for a donut-eating champion to eat? I don't know. Was it? What is it for a normal person? Yeah, I'd, I'd say it had to be like fifty donuts. What? what? No, you don't, can't eat fifty donuts in a sitting. Donut because. eating champion. Yeah, you just don't eat donuts nonstop. Okay, to, no, no, you guys are way off. It's like a hundred and some. So Jamie McDonald ate five dozen Krispy Kreme donuts in nine minutes and seventeen point two eight seconds. But you can't and do that's, that. On, that's the world record. But you can't do that on a regular basis. So sixty some. So I was right. I don't know, guys. Well, he was way off with his nine or whatever. <laughs> they just got to think of hot dogs. It's like a hundred hot dogs or whatever that they have to eat in those things. I actually had a dream. No, about you were that. off, Matt. I feel like what? I would do well at a hot dog eating. Or no, just five dozen. If I, I could use ketchup. Dozen. Never mind. Five dozen, yeah, 60. 60. 60 even. Yeah. In nine minutes. I feel like that's that's a reasonable yeah. number of Especially donuts. when you're taking water and getting them all moist. That's just gross. And Krispy Kreme donuts are already pretty moist. Yeah, so. yeah, you don't need water. They just slide right down. <laughs> yeah. They're like mostly air. You just gotta like squeeze all you, the air you, out. You squish them and you make a donut hole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I could win one of these competitions. <laughs> it's a donut hole competition. Well, hang on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could. Donut yeah. hole. Eating competition. Eating. Near record. me. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Near me. 
No, that's just the, that's the same fucking thing that popped up. I want to know how many donut holes. You guys are making me hungry. Maybe the guy did actually smash them into holes. Oh, so the fastest time ever to eat five donut holes is 17 seconds. What? That's it? <laughs> God, I don't even practice. And I you can eat five donut holes in 17 seconds? I think I could. That's like a mouthful, right? <laughs> All right, so next week, Pete's Pete is try. going to break the record. If you get this donut holes, safer. I will do it. Oh, I am safer going. than the saltine challenge. So. Yeah. That, yeah. Or the Tide Pod one. Yeah, that Wait, the no, saltine challenge? I will buy safe? donut holes for next week. Just, turn into just like, to no, see Pete try to eat them in under 17 seconds. Five donut holes? Five donut holes in under 17.44 seconds. As long as you get the... Uh, what Do they have to be a certain kind? Uh, no, you can you can choose your uh, kind of donut hole. Probably plain. Huh? With glazed? Really? Uh, plain or the... Uh, well, probably, I don't know about No, glazed. you don't want the powdered sugar ones. No, no, fuck no. No, fuck I mean, those no. are the best donut holes. Yeah. No powdery yeah. one. The no, sugar, no, but plain... Chocolate's well, probably I, not I feel like you want either. glazed. Because it adds the sugary but slide. I get sick of them after a couple. Well, yeah, good you thing like you only five. have to eat five in 17 <laughs> seconds. All right, well, I, pro- probably glazed, but you, we'll, it's to be determined. You ter- to determine. decide by next Sunday what kind of TBD, you want. But next, you guys tune in next week, and Pete is going to the, attempt the world record <laughs> of donut holes. <laughs> <laughs> or choke trying. Get the small ones. We better have Rick here at the Highland <laughs> We all have EMT standing by. Jen, I'm sorry. Please, Rick, you have to be on the show next week. Yeah, either Rick or Jen. Like, oh yeah, true. true. Hello, Jen. Uh, We're calling you because uh, Pete just died. He got Jen to be like, he was killed by donut holes. I don't care. He was trying to eat fucking donut holes. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking deserves it. Stupid. (laughs) He doesn't need donut holes, but it's for the challenge. It's (laughs) the world record, Jen. (laughs) Don't you want your husband to be known for something? What was that? I was, was that towards me? I can't see through the vape club. <laughs> a man traveling from Iceland to London was turned away from a British Airways flight after he wore eight pairs of pants and ten shirts to avoid paying for excess luggage. Ryan Carney Williams, who goes by the name of Ryan Hawaii, I already hate this guy. Is that his Twitter oh, handle? That would be so hot sitting in the plane. Like but I don't know. I'm with him on this. Was so was due to fly. From you get a carry on Keflavik Airport on Wednesday when he was refused a boarding pass by the airline. He was reportedly stopped from boarding his flight back in the UK after he put on all the clothes that wouldn't fit in his checked luggage. Uh, taking to social media uh, to document the debate, Mr. Hawaii tweeted at British Airways, "Hi, being held at Iceland Keflavik Airport because I had no baggage. Uh, put all the clothes on and they still won't let me on. Racial profiling." No, I don't think. No, you you're just an idiot. Profile that. Sadly for Mr. Hawaii, the ordeal did not end there, and he was turned away from a second flight with EasyJet the following day, and again refused from two flights in two days for no valid reason. He tweeted, "Yes, no, there's a valid reason. You're wearing 17 pairs of pants. They should just do like the charge him for two seats because if he's like eating up extra space." Well, I. I it, it doesn't matter. Like, what if he has heat stroke on the airline? Well, what if he has to pee? Oh, my God, that'd be terrible. He has to undo ten zippers. How did he wear that many pairs of pants? Like, is it just shirts? Because you can't... No, it was shirts and pants. You can't overlap pants like that. They just... Apparently, you can. 
No. The last pair must have been pretty hard to get out. There was no way he buttoned that. No. <laughs> Can you imagine going through security? But with all the hassle that it took him for how many days to try and get to Iceland? Oh my god, just fucking pay the peat. Oh. Um, a spokeswoman said the decision to deny boarding was absolutely not based on race. We do not tolerate threatening or abusive behavior from any customer and will always take appropriate action. Uh, this is not threatening or abusive behavior from no. him. Uh, Mr. Hawaii sure has is. now arrived back in the UK after taking a flight with a Norway or Norwegian airline because they'll take anybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> how many they have standards. There. They're just low. I guarantee the guy was probably pretty threatening if his name was something Hawaii. No, his his name isn't something Hawaii. His name is Ryan Williams, but he goes by the name Ryan Hawaii. But I mean, yeah, just how he's talking to the flight attendants, he's probably being. He an sounds asshole. like yeah, he was probably just being a complete nutter dude. Well, you're just being a douchebag when you just decide to wear a ten pairs of clothes. But he does say he was waiting politely in the queue with other passengers. Well, I don't doubt that at all. And everybody was looking. No, at he him. was just he was just turned away because he was wearing ten. And pairs. then once security was uh, was called, he started to film. And they tried to slap the phone out of his hand, but he moved and continued to film. Well, if they slapped the phone out of his hand and it just got damaged, then he, they should be sued then. Well, and he, he no, they, they tried to. They failed. Yeah. Uh, and he talked to two cops and explained his story. And they're like, what? What are you doing? You are a ridiculous human being, and we don't understand. All right. This brings us to our discussion topic for today. Which doesn't have anything to do with Ryan Hawaii, because that guy's a dick. But it does have something to do with something near and dear to my heart. Hot dish. Yeah, that was Everyone a very good segue. Dish. Very good segue, Casey. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't you don't a great announce one. the segues. When I hear it ten pairs of clothes, segue. when I hear, hear ten pairs of clothes, I well, think I mean, he was hot. hot. He was well, hot. Yeah, ten he, layers of food. He might have been a dish. I don't know. What a well, dish. I mean, He's just such a dish. Hot dish. What is hot dish? Well, that's what I want to know. So first of all, what what is the difference between a hot dish and a casserole? A hot dish is a casserole. We're just from Minnesota. A casserole so is hot dish a casserole. No, is, are, are they covers, interchangeable? Or no, is they're there, not interchangeable. Is a hot dish a specific type of casserole? It's yeah, that's exactly it. Well, no, but what is it then? Tater tot hot dish. We, okay, yeah, no, that was, apparently that's a hot dish with tater tots in it, but what that doesn't, why why can't we call it tater tot yeah, casserole? How strict is a hop and barrel going to be about these our, our rules? That's what, what we're trying to figure out have, right now. Could you have a giant pan that's nothing but hash browns and a little ketchup on top? No. That's that not, is hash browns with ketchup. But wouldn't it still be a hot dish? No. How is it not a hot dish? There's no I don't know. shit we're, in it. There's okay, hash first, browns all right, Guys, <laughs> what has to be in it? What, what no. determines right, There's fine. usually a hamburger in there. Oh. There's usually a can of soup of some sort in there. Okay. Yeah, put a can of soup in there? It's I am like a cream up, of something. I am looking up the definition of a hot dish and the definition of a casserole. Because what if I just put a hamburger patty in there? With, casserole okay, covers the spectrum. Brown. All right, hang on. A casserole, a definition of a casserole, a large deep dish used both in the oven and, a, and as a serving vessel. Uh, the word is also used for food cooked in such a vessel. So, well, it could literally just as long as you can cook it in that vessel. If, if all right, so a casserole is anything cooked in a casserole dish, and a hot dish is anything cooked in that. No, a hot dish is just a Minnesota term for a casserole. No, a hot dish is a casserole which typically contains a starch, a meat, 
and a canned or frozen vegetable right. mixed with canned soup. <laughs> the dish originates from the upper Midwest region of the United States, <laughs> where it remains popular, particularly in Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota. It remains popular. <laughs> so we're going to have a million tater tot hot dishes to try at. If they if they have to do doesn't yeah, necessarily get, say taters. People get creative. Yeah. And then I'll be like, no, that's a casserole. You can eat jambalaya because it was zero, 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 zero. No, if, if it does not have a starch, a meat, and a canned or frozen vegetable with canned soup, not a hot dish. Well, I suppose we didn't say. But how do, you know, how do you know whether or not it's not a fresh vegetable in there? Oh, you can tell. You could, but. You know, or would you? Like, frozen peas are way cheaper than real peas. This vegetable is tasting way too good. Freeze the leftovers. It's fresh. It's It's disqualified. Well, we're not going to fucking know the difference. We're not. All right? We're just going to assume everything's no. frozen or canned. No, we should say that we're judging a hot dish competition. A not a casserole dinner. competition. Hot dish. Yep. So hot dish. Yeah. Uh, so next week, uh, we will be, right. actually right before DOO, we will be judging a... I don't know if we're going to make it for DOO. <laughs> DOO might be late, but we're still doing DOO next week. We have to somehow get back to town, too. Well, I'm driving to town, so I'll be able to oh. make us back. Because I'm coming it, straight from Stevens Point. If this is like Emma's uh, chili contest, the judges get to drink as much as they want. I, mean, I will, I I will mean, follow on that story. <laughs> and I will get you guys back for the show. <laughs> and then I will drink as much as I want here. Because drinking as much as I want is not an issue. <laughs> no, it's... I, I, you're not going to run off beer here, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you have photos up on Facebook, but it's, I, uh, I I haven't taken a recent one. No, it's it's looking pretty rough. I I was trying to find bottle like so I had three beers I needed to bottle yesterday. I was only able to bottle two because I only have nineteen empty glass empty bottles right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're talking about hot dish. So Carlos. Like I feel like you have some very particular ideas about. So it's gotta dish. be like there's gotta be a can of soup in there. There's gotta be some sort of uh, frozen vegetable. Like, well, in there. I guess a better question a starch. is: starch. Did you grow up having hot dish as a kid? No, no, did not. Eat, did yeah. You? Oh yeah. What well, What was your mom's hot dish? Uh, so it was like you know canned green beans, um, like cream of chicken or probably cream of mushroom, probably. But yeah, tater tops like broiled on the top, like yep. crispy brown, fucking. Tater tots. What was the protein in there? Was it ground beef? Um, is, yeah, pretty much ground beef. Holy shit! I think your mom's tater, or your hot dish, was the same as my. Holy yeah, shit! I mean, it, it was, was mine too. <laughs> wow, that's because it's, it's, it's all the same. Hot dish. Tater hot dish is the best hot dish, but you have to have the green beans in there. You lose the green beans. I didn't like the green beans. No, but you have to At have all. them in there. They they tie the dish together. They add color to your bland. I would take green beans over peas because they're easier to pick up. Okay, well. I don't like peas in hot dish. I'm going to be picking out fucking like <laughs> like one third of the main ingredients. Yeah, like, I guess it'd be great without vegetables. Some, uh, hamburger hot dish every now and then too from like Hamburger Helper and stuff. You have your noodles, your meat. It's noodles instead of like no. potatoes. Oh, I got yeah, a, the and then there's no tater What's, tots Wait, on the what top. kind of noodle? Like an elbow macaroni? No, those spiral things that come in a... Oh, the spiral noodles. Yeah, okay. the, I've that never had a noodle in a, a hamburger hot dish. Yeah, I guess I don't know if I've really so, Oh, you mean like hamburger helper? Yeah, yeah, but it's called hamburger hot dish. Yeah, okay. So it says tater tots? canned uh, no, soup, tater right? Yeah. So, so usually it's cream of mushroom. But it could be cream anything as long as it's like a canned soup, right? Yeah. Technically, yeah. I've also had Italian hot dish. Yeah, that's right 
You know, there's like the canned chili soup type stuff. Yeah, you could do a can of chili. Hamburger so you right. could I've do. I've never had it with a can. It's of all chili. hamburger helper meals, you, like totally. <laughs> but chili, <laughs> yep. And it just starts. Wait, hang on, no, no. Ch- chili is not a soup, though. But if you have it, like, right, hang, can, on, hang on, it can be soupy. No, but is chili's chili not a soup. Chili's no, not a soup. It's it has like to be a can of soup. It's like a can, a well, cream it, of potato, cream of mushroom. It generally of, is, the, but it could be. No, a what guy. if you use chicken? Well, it's stars. No, that's that. They're that's talking a can about of soup. It. It's a can of soup, like a cream of something. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're saying a can of soup, Matt. They're not saying. Read it again. It's got to be a creamy though. Okay, this a canned or frozen <laughs> vegetable mixed with a canned soup. Yeah, that does that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It's usually a cream of something. No, oh yeah, usually normally. it is. It might not be correct. It's the internet. Because I mean, if, we're, if, <laughs> if you're internet. doing that, <laughs> they they don't know. They didn't even mention Wisconsin. They're saying that hot dishes are commonly commonly served at gatherings such as family reunions, potlucks, or church suppers. That all lines up. So if we're that, going yeah. with the uh, the loose but definition of soup, chili is not a soup. Chili is not a soup. Chili's not a soup. Even if it's like Campbell's. It's, well, whoever no, wrote that, the description is probably chili. like, that is a can of soup. It's no, ch- chili is its own thing. Chili's not a soup. Well, I That's like to... calling stew a soup. Well, then my recipe I just came up with is not quite... I need to find a different, your, your recipe is a casserole, soup. not a hot dish. I need to find some other soup. Let me think. What is a soup that would and work? Were you Wait, were you just going to say, like, chili fries? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great. I think a chicken, it would have been. Great. I think a chicken wild rice soup would probably work, depending. Oh, chicken wild rice. See, this is uh, my my problem with oh, it. Is like, I have some tater tots. Right. And oh, you gotta have broccoli. tater tots. If it doesn't have tater tots, I'm not interested in what you're right. saying. I've never had hot dish. Wait, you've oh, never had hot yeah, dish. So, but with like a breakfast hot dish. soup in what there, what did your mom make you to eat? Stuff that wasn't hot dish. But like, if you use a soup, doesn't that make it too runny? <laughs> Something that wasn't hot dish, duh. What isn't? Doesn't that like make it? Run- no, because you bake it, so all the oh uh, like all the all the like the the liquidiness evaporates. That's why you. That's why they tend to use the creamier ones. Yeah, like cream potato, right. cream of chicken, cream of mushroom. One of the most fun things about making hot dishes is probably naming it afterwards, like ketchup surprise hot dish. <laughs> that sounds oh, terrible. What's the surprise? What's the <laughs> Fries on that, that one. That we use tomato Organ soup. meat cashew hot dish. <laughs> <laughs> like a breakfast one. That would be good. Breakfast oh, hot breakfast dish. Oh, breakfast hot dish? Ooh. Oh, like some cream and mushroom soup. But that's some... almost like an egg bag. You don't want to use too no, much no, egg. No, you don't... Or no I, egg. I, I wouldn't use any are, egg. I don't think eggs are allowed in a hot no, dish. I don't think no, so. So you gotta do like, ha- why, like wait, wait, hash... Wait, wait, wait. I would not allowed. hash browns, yeah. cream and mushroom soup, bacon as your protein. Yeah. Well, you can't have anything on top. Or sausage. No, Bake oh bacon and sausage, or both. And then I would do like a layer of pancakes on top. Ooh, or even a potato. And pancake. then just like and then just like a drizzle of maple syrup to finish it off. All right. Mm, yeah, that could be. All right. How about this? So for the potato, the starch, you're going to use potatoes, of course, but you're going to do potato wedges. The whole thing is just potato wedges. Okay. And then. So you're making poutine now. So far, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the canned soup, I'm kind of iffy on this because I don't know. Gravy is not canned soup. All right, so not gravy. Cream of of gravy. Uh, Yeah, well, it's going to be a cream of mushroom then, all right? It's going to be cream of mushroom. Okay, all right. I'm on board so far. So I need a canned canned vegetable, right? Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't even think of this part. Corn. It's just going to be probably corn. I'd go for the trifecta. The peas, green beans, what is it, the carrots. Corn. Oh, carrots are good too, though. I don't know. Corn uh, the, is good. The frozen, like where it's the three of them. Oh, frozen. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Frozen green beans. Frozen green beans. Not yeah. corn. Do not cook. Them. Not corn. But corn adds a sweetness. I. Yeah. I, I don't like corn. I don't like corn in in a dish. 
Really? So that's all. But you can see what you've eaten later. So and all then the like scores are going to be really the top low layer. At the competition. Now the top layer, cheese. What's the meat? Yeah. Oh, oh, I have to have meat. Uh, steak. Not the not nice steak, but you know, just not like a hot dish I've ever heard of. Well, because this is it's not so plain it, it, and boring. It's, it's just it's his first it's his first attempt. Yeah, it's a bunch of potatoes with st- cheese. You you literally steak. described a hot dish. I know, <laughs> and I'm not very particular about the soup. So, what what are you guys' thoughts on, uh, like you know, like the little onion straw things? That's in a green bean casserole. You can also put them in a hot dish, I guess, but. That's the only time I think of those. Green bean, green bean casserole. casserole. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, and the difference between green bean casserole and hot dish are potatoes and meat. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're making a green bean casserole, you might as well make a hot dish. Yeah. That is the thing that I'm always like, <laughs> when I'm eating green bean casserole, I'm like, there should really be like some hamburger in here or something. <laughs> hamburger and potatoes. Well, <laughs> there, there was a reason I had to turn down, though, being a judge for the competition, though, because I have no experience. Oh, Carlos turned food. it down. Why would you, you turn, turn it down? down? Yeah, I told they you. They you don't turn care that down. If we yeah, have when you when you brought it up, it's like I I can't do that. You, you and shoot asked, me. And you asked Rick. Oh yeah, no, and I oh that's true. I did ask Rick. Well, we can all do it. We're all yeah. We're we're all gonna do it. You're coming. It's only five. Well, I was gonna people. come anyways. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do it. I'm gonna judge. Yeah. Because I'm going to judge, okay? I'm going to judge. I'm going to judge. I'm really good at judging. Except things. we have Ludafisk the day before, so I'm be like, I don't know if I can eat anything. All right, I guess. Ludafisk, not get, a hot dish. I get pumped up for Ludafisk, not the Ludafisk. I, only I know that, but I mean all the shit that we eat on top this of This is going to be. Oh, yeah, that side yeah. pork. Oh, man. I wish it wasn't the same. My rating's going to throw uh, off all the averages. Right. Yeah. That's for sure, then. You don't know. I don't like vegetables, so they're yeah. all getting zeros. No, you guys vegetables. are going <laughs> to They're all getting zeros if there's vegetables. Yeah, there. but there has to be vegetables in order for it to be a hot dish. <laughs> and now that we've had this conversation, we're like, no, that's a casserole. Zeros. Zeros. This, there sir, is going to be that. There's going to be a lot of that. not a hot like, dish. What, what is the soup in this? What is the soup? Oh, it's chili. Yeah, not a hot dish. You're well, disqualified. that's the same with the chili competition, too, and the judges are talking about It's like... The first question was, is this chili? If they bring yeah. me... <laughs> is this actually chili? <laughs> if they put poutine in front of me, they get a 10. All right, so if you guys want to win the hot dish... No, 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 they would just continue to me. Everybody <laughs> else would just qualify for me. Just so. re-listen to this episode for all the ingredients that we want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, one hot dish will not make all of us happy. Yes. <laughs> right, so... Because be- it sounds like Matt and I are purists, and you're going to pull out all the vegetables... And Carlos is just going to eat the potatoes. I'm the wild card. I think I want venison and hamburger meat in mine. Ooh, venison would be really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody probably will. It's fucking Wisconsin. What other creams of soups are there? Uh, cream, cream of, of mushroom, mushroom is the best one. Cream, and of cream of tartar. Yeah, cream of mushroom is like the straightforward standard well, to go It's to. slightly earthy. It's like, yeah. you gotta when you have cream of, of chicken, oyster. it's really salty, and that's what you yeah. got is cream. Yeah. There's cream of everything. Everything has a cream if you cream it enough. And I mean, I, I'm particular <laughs> about my tater tots, so like, if they aren't cooked right, that can that can ruin. But the if whole you if you put yeah. the tater tots on the top and they're crispy, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. If it's yeah. like, like you don't want a soggy brown. top, golden brown. And uh, when is this uh, competition that our listeners can go uh, show up? Next at? Sunday. Next Sunday. All right. Yep. I don't know if it, you know, I think, I don't know if you could just show up and eat hot dish. I don't know the rules. I don't know. Probably Check out their Facebook. Yeah. Have you seen, uh, or have, have you had the uh, the Hudson Fog yet? I haven't had that one yet. I haven't okay. been to any Oh, there's breweries. cream of celery. Oh, cream of celery is not bad, but cream of mushroom is still better. I just don't um, like mushrooms. Cream of I celery guess. is good if you just want the cream, 
but no other flavor. I guess tomato bisque is in the also cream of category. Yeah, Ooh, yeah you could do an Italian hot well, dish. Yeah, tomato bisque you would put in the Italian one. They also yeah. have cream of asparagus. No, yes. that's going to make your pea smell fine. Everything's got a cream, but that does not affect the taste. No, but it's going to make your, like, that affects, uh, affects my score. That's a future problem that you won't be able to judge. Uh, and, of course, cream of potato is there as well. Oh, no, that's too much potato. There's a know, cream of potato? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Well, they no, have but, Fiesta nacho cheese, too, you know. What? Is that a cream? No. Cream but of Fiesta nacho Actually, cheese? they did put it inside. <laughs> so, but it's a soup. Cream of broccoli. It's a soup, though, so there you I go. Cream of broccoli. Uh, cream of mushroom with roasted garlic. Now, there you go. Whoa. That's Wait, thinking. that's a thing? Yep. Cream of chicken and mushroom is one of them as well. No, I want the mushroom and garlic. Well, I think... That sounds like the... If, if you use mushroom and garlic in your hot dish, you're going to win. <sighs> Darren fucking teed. With some tater tots. The first one that has cheese is my... No, no, no. If, <laughs> if, if you could use nacho, like a nacho cheese soup in your hot dish... And then you put cheese on top of it. Oh my god! There you go. You yeah, not like it. It'd be great. No, it'd be cheese and potatoes. Seriously, I didn't cheese. know there was cream of mushroom and garlic. Like, I I didn't either. That is a game that's changer. That's a winner right there. Like that changes my macaroni recipe completely. <laughs> but you probably have to add more garlic because it's probably it's it's canned cream. Okay. Yeah, I gotta try. The it garlic first. isn't gonna be. But it's still gonna get a hint. Yeah, but I'm using crab macaroni and cheese. But if you use fresh garlic. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. If you want to make an elevated hot dish, you, you, are, doing... li- you are living in an Italian family, so. <laughs> well, like hot dish, yeah. hot dish. The point of it is, it's not elevated. It takes ten minutes to put together. Like and that is the entire. Yeah. Like. Okay, I'm hungry, guys. Yeah. So Gordon just texted me. He apparently had a pint of beer dumped on him at the Viking uh, game. Yeah, Jen just texted me. He's like, "Well, Gordon's still here." I'm like. Oh, is it common? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to run home and then he's going to be here. So it's okay. about 15 minutes out. Was he being an asshole or something? Probably. It's Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But all right. Yeah, we should probably wrap up. So we came to the definition or the, the realization that Carlos apparently knows nothing about hot dish. Absolutely Which really nothing. surprises the fuck out of me. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot about. Like hot dish competitions. The but only, I've had a lot of hot dish. The yeah. only hot dish I've had access to is the stuff that they would have at school. Is like I would just never get it because it's like oh the tater tot hot dish at school always the best meal. Like well, right under pizza. I don't know the Italian dunkers. The pizza was disgusting. A pal- Italian dunkers was just a like <laughs> a fucking hot dog bun with mozzarella cheese Come and on. garlic foot, salt foot on long it. Foot long hot dog. Come on. <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> you're saying hot. Come on, there was French no. toast sticks. Ours, Come ours, on. ours was just a hot dog bun. There were we didn't have foot long hot dogs in Ellsworth. I'm sorry, it was just the bun. Foot there were bun. Uh, there were no good school lunches. Uh, the, the pizza was, pizza was absolutely disgusting. It was a square of pizza, man, and it tasted disgusting. It was delicious. The hamburger yeah. Yeah. was only editable if you like covered it in mustard and ketchup. Otherwise, useless. Just it was a disgusting hamburger. Carlos, you do not have a discerning palate. I do. <laughs> you literally don't. I'm sorry if like my discerning pal is like, yeah, it turns out that school lunches are just disgusting. Maybe make sure you grab one of those for Pete. <laughs> There's one left. <laughs> we're going to need more stuff for the snack bin. Yeah, no, like yeah. once we started doing the snack bin, we're stuck doing the snack bin. I am the snack bin. No, you're the one who consumes the snack you're bin. You're the devourer. I am the snack bin. All right. 
Guys, thanks for tuning into this episode. If you'd like to support us, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash studios, or if you can do any Amazon shopping, go find it, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. If any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash You can find us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. If you guys have any thoughts on how Carlos is wrong about Hot Dish, let us know. I know I'm wrong about Hot Dish. I know Yeah, that. but we want to know how wrong. And I'll see you guys next week. Yep, bye.